0: Hi, welcome back to the very last episode in our exploration of rites of passage journeys. In this episode, I'm excited to have Joseph here to connect rites of passage to the hero's journey as he explores modern and classic literature in this context, as well as connecting it to our lives as teens as we grow up and we gain our independence. So hi, Joseph. Um, I'm excited to have you here to talk about rites of passage in modern historic literature. Did you want to tell us a little bit about what you researched?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm excited to be here. So uh, in general, the hero's journey is a common, common template used in uh, stories in today's day and age, and it has overlap with rites of passage, which, which we were talking about. Um, the hero goes on a call to adventure, which can be aligned to the separation uh, phase of the rites of passage. This is something notable in pop culture in addition to literature. Uh, Most notably in the Odyssey, it's very prevalent, and even before that, it's even in the Iliad. Uh, Odysseus leaves his home to go fight in the Trojan War, which is the separation phase in the Iliad, but in the Odyssey, uh, he separates himself many times in the story, and one of the most uh, notable ones is when he separates himself from society by burying himself, and that can also be seen as sort of a spiritual separation as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can kind of argue that him burying himself connects to the idea of death before rebirth in the cycle of rites of passage, Um, especially because a lot of people thought he was dead. And at this low point of his life, he was vulnerable and held no identity, essentially. So he wasn't just dead to other people. He was also kind of dead to himself. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you think Odysseus' transitional phase could have been his journey back home, in a sense, after this kind of separation. Yeah, and
1: definitely, because he does change when he transitions going back to home. He kind of adopts this new character because mm-hmm. he's reincorporated himself into society, basically, which he's hasn't been in for such a long time because he's been gone for over 20 years.
0: Yeah, and you kind of see that the transition and the incorporation were a struggle for him. But with time, he was able to reincorporate himself back into society and settle back down with his family after going to the trojan war kind of after going through this cycle yeah
1: definitely as well as with literature and stuff you don't it's very prevalent in that but you also see it in pop culture as well such as harry potter is the most notable example in that he realizes that he's a wizard so he has to undertake this and then he you know goes to hogwarts and he goes through all these challenges and he comes back an entirely different person
0: and That's like his separation is like when he learns he's a wizard. And then referring to the hero's journey, it is his call to adventure, like his call to go to Hogwarts and study. Yeah, it's very interesting.
1: Uh, Also very much in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe with uh, that, that series, you know, they go to Narnia.
0: All of those characters were kind of growing up. You could see that they went through many rites of passages, like navigating life it kind of parallels navigating life in Narnia while navigating life back home. And there was turmoil in both of those instances. Um, and it's definitely things that kids usually wouldn't deal with, but because of that intensity of it, you see how they were strengthened from that rite of passage and how it kind of connects to the hero's journey where they grow into themselves and become exactly. heroes. That,
1: that's, that's what I was leading in to talk about with, uh, you know, as you're growing up, you come mm-hmm. of age and that's, very much with rites of passage and the hero's journey um with coming of age you're growing up you're opening a new chapter in your life and it's something that we all go through <laughs> See it in real life not mm-hmm. just in literature and in pop culture we all go through it um you open up a new phase you grow up you go to college and then you reincorporate yourself back into a society that you've changed
0: um was there any other like books or anything else you wanted to touch uh, on
1: Speaking of coming of age, uh, Jane Eyre is another prominent example. It's a coming of age novel and you see Jane, the hero or the, or the heroine in this case, she's facing all these societal mm-hmm. norms and she's breaking them and she's becoming a new person and she's changing society for her own.
0: And she kind of had to become an outcast to do that. She had to um, overcome all these obstacles. And so you kind of see in that maybe like rites of passage are extremely individual to every person in their journey. But they are a universal thing. Jane Eyre she faced the issues of sexism in society and kind of pushing against that norm, and in doing so, she made herself an outcast and she separated herself. But in this, she conducted her own rite of passage. She stepped into her into herself, I guess, and like gave herself power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really interesting to see like that separation, but also from that, what she learned and what she taught people through her own rite of passage. And throughout her transition phase and reincorporation. Yep, definitely. Do you think that like a rite of passage could be something maybe less obvious than like these hero journeys? Like maybe like going to the doctors alone for the first time or driving alone for the first time or trying a new sport or hobby. Um, We don't really see these so much in literature, but sometimes these small things seem comparable to these big things that we read about.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that those things can be considered like a rites of of passage type because you're you're doing something on your own Mm -hmm. like differently and you're stepping out into this new world by yourself and doing all these things that you would have people to depend on to do it for you.
0: Yeah, sometimes it seems like these things, these rites of passage can just be things that kind of scare you that you do and then you come out the other end realizing you did that and you're like, yes, like I'm growing up. Was there anything else that you wanted to add to your research on literature and rites of passage? Uh,
1: just to kind of like point, uh, wrap things up and point out, it's like, uh, uh, you probably, all of us have probably sometimes experienced all all of these like coming of age and rites of passage, Jeff, and you might have not like noticed it, like, uh, you know, we're living in a pandemic right now, and it's something we all had to go through in quarantine, and it, it's kind of like, you've reflected on yourself at some point and like you would not have been the person you are right now. If, if quarantine didn't happen, you'd probably be kind of still the same, but quarantine has made us reflect on ourselves. And that's kind of another thing that can be a rite of passage or a journey. It's like you, you reflect on yourself to change who you are.
0: Absolutely. And I feel like that is something we've all kind of been going through as teens and young adults. And I think everyone's been going through it, but I think especially for us, and our like audience, like we've really like had to deal with challenge, like these new challenges, and doing all these new things, um, all while going through a pandemic, which has been a little crazy. But it's all within our hero's journey, and all within our personal rites of passages that might be a little different, but are still just as important. So thank you so much for sharing your research. That was yeah, awesome. No With all this being said, that concludes our four episodes about rites of passage, encompassing the social sciences, the religious aspect, literature, as well as different cultures. I hope that through these four episodes, you learn lots about rites of passage and how they're important in our journeys as human beings. Thank you for listening, and bye!